This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. I am, as always, happy and excited to be with you for this time to talk about hmm, what we're going to talk about. Before I get to what we're going to talk about, I want to let you know that if you by chance listened to my interview uh, with Marge Fenelon about her new book, America's Mary, Our Lady of Good Help, we have decided together that we are going to be doing a novena. We're going to use the Our Lady of Good Help novena prayer that is in the book, and we're going to do this novena together on Instagram. She and I, and of course, all of you are invited, and we're going to start this novena on November 14th, and we'll go through to the following Tuesday, because um, the novena lasts nine days. The best way to get notified about this when it's going to be starting is to follow both of us on Instagram, and maybe even sign up for uh, my email newsletter that goes out periodically more than once a week, uh, and that will also keep you informed of that. But go ahead and mark that on your calendar. November 14th, we're going to start the Our Lady of Good Help Novena. And Marge has, we talked, and she said, Mary asks us to give her, her most diff, our most difficult intentions in this novena. So I'm all in, and I hope you will be as well. Today, we are going to be chatting for a little bit about Thanksgiving not the turkey holiday. Thanksgiving as in gratitude. I'm going to look briefly at the Psalms, and I also have a quote from St. Teresa of Avila. First, a little bit about the Psalms. Psalms are one of the books in the Bible, but you knew that. There are 150 Psalms, and they have different themes, purposes. They serve different needs. And of those Psalms, broken down into different types. There are hymns of praise, thanksgiving, laments, liturgical psalms, wisdom psalms, trust, royal psalms to the king, songs about Israel, all of these different types of psalms. And of those, 18 are specifically noted as psalms of thanksgiving. 18 of those psalms, specifically for psalms of thanksgiving. And then another 18 are psalms of praise, which I think are very similar. Actually, you know what? I'm so sorry. It's not 18. It's 16 because I'm back to not being able to read my own handwriting. So 16 psalms of thanksgiving and also 16 psalms of praise. And I will list those in the show notes. But today I want to focus on Psalm 92. I'm not going to read the whole psalm but I'm going to read the first uh, five verses. And the title of this psalm is this, A Hymn of Thanksgiving for God's Fidelity. It's a good reminder to us. God is, always has been, and always will be faithful to us. We can always count on his fidelity. What does Psalm 92 start us off with? It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praise to your name, Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning, your faithfulness in the night, with the ten-stringed harp, 
with melody upon the lyre. For you make me jubilant, Lord, by your deeds. At the work of your hands, I shout for joy. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. Why is it good to give thanks to the Lord? I'm going to have to answer my own question because you can't respond, right? But it's good to give thanks to the Lord because he has given us everything. And I don't say that in a cavalier offhand manner, like, oh yeah, everything I have is from, have is from God. It is from God. Our material things come from God because they come from our work. And we are able to do our work because God has gifted us with certain talents and abilities and skills. And through those, we earn a living, we earn money. And the money then allows us to buy the things that we need, the food that's on our table, the clothes on our back. It is that basic. And I think sometimes we forget how much God has given us. And of course, the first thing that he has given us is our life. That is the number one thing. He created us. He gave us life. And then it says to proclaim your love in the morning and your faithfulness in the night. That tells me that when we wake up in the morning, even if it's hard to wake up in the morning, Maybe the first thing we ought to be doing is giving thanks to God for bringing us through the night, for giving us the gift of a new day. And sometimes the new day seems like drudgery. I get that. I, I can feel that way sometimes. We have to shift our focus and say, okay, what is good here? What's, where's the blessings? What's going to happen today that's going to be wonderful? And anticipate that God is going to give you something good, because he is. He does. And then it says to proclaim your faithfulness in the night. God is so very faithful to us. And again, it's a matter of our perspective, our focus. Are we focusing on what is good? Or are we focusing on what is bad? Now, it doesn't mean to go around with the world and say, oh, everything is beautiful. There's no problems. Life is perfect. No. No, that's not it. That's, that's not reality. Reality is there are struggles in our lives. The reality is the world sometimes is very much against what seems to be sane ideas and thoughts. But God's faithfulness and our abilities to navigate this world, when we focus on what God has given us, we're going to be able to do it. So it's, again, it's shifting your focus. It's turning yourself to look for the good so that you can work on taking care of what is not so good, what is troubling you. And then verse number five says, you make me jubilant, Lord, by your deeds. By the work, at the work of your hands, I shout for joy. When is the last time you were so excited you shouted for joy because of the gifts God has given you? When is the last time? God gives us big gifts. I think he gives them to us every single day. And I think we fight against seeing them as gifts. Or we disregard them as, uh, it's just something that happened. It's a coincidence. Worse, sometimes we think it's all about us because we're just so wonderful. And not that you're not wonderful, you are. But it's not that we're so wonderful that good things happen to us. Good things happen to us because God loves us, because God is present in our lives. If St. Ignatius tells us to look 
for God in our everyday life, our circumstances that happen on a regular basis. It's always wonderful when we go on a retreat, or maybe you go to Mass, and the Mass is simply amazing. All your favorite songs, Hamlas is, is your favorite priest, and he gives a great message, and you know, on and on, right? It just it just hits all the high notes. And then you go home and you have to cook dinner and or take out the trash. Or whatever chore that you have that you don't like to do. And you forget of the gift that you were just given. Gratitude helps us keep focused on the gifts. And when we can focus on the gifts, we also are focusing on the giver of those gifts. And we are appreciative and we are grateful. And out of that comes the ability to be good, to be kind, to be loving, to be generous. Because we realize with the generosity with which we have been given so much, then it makes it easier for us to give it to other people. What does Teresa of Avila have to say? She was very deep. She's very serious. She wasn't always serious. She was very frivolous in her youth. And at some point she realized, this is not the way to live. So she turns things around. And one of her quotes on gratitude is this, in all created things, discern the providence and wisdom of God, and in all things, give him thanks. In all things, give him thanks. And she says, to begin with, that we have to discern the providence and wisdom of God. So if we look at our life and we say, I am in this place, at this moment, in this time, because of God's providence, then we turn and we trust and we thank him for where we are because of his providence. It's not random. It didn't just happen. It wasn't good looks or because you're tall or because you're funny or smart. And I'm glad that you're tall and funny and smart, but that's not why you're where you are. You are where you are because that's where God wants you to be, where he needs you to be. Because there's some purpose that he has for you. And the first thing that we can do when we're trying to figure out what are we doing in this world, in this place, is to thank him for all that we have. You know, in November, you will often find people on social media uh, doing gratitude lists and things like this. And, and I'm just, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I like it. I think it's a great idea. It's something that I try to do on a regular basis to be, gra to be grateful, have gratitude. Sometimes there are days when it's hard to be grateful because the day has been long and difficult and challenging. And I want to think, Lord, is this what you really wanted for me today? And then I step back and I look for something to be grateful for. And sometimes it's as benign as fresh sheets on my bed. That's how you know you're an adult. When fresh sheets on your bed makes you oh so very happy. Um, but I look and I ask this question, what do you want me to learn from today. And I can be grateful for that lesson. So I'm not asking you to pretend 
difficulties don't exist. Asking you to shift your focus from the difficulties to the gratitude, the grace of the good things that God has given you. And to be able to see those, to be able to, as St. Teresa of Avila says, to discern his providence and wisdom is a grace. It is a gift. Sometimes the hardest lessons that we have to learn give us the greatest gifts. And they give us the greatest grace. Because when we thank God for what he's giving us, we're working with him and not against him. And I don't know about you, I have in my life worked against God. Every time I've done that, it's been a huge screwed up disaster. Huge disasters. And every time I've walked with God, with him in the struggles and difficulties of my life, they have turned out much, much better. They weren't easy to go through. I would be lying if I said that. But if I approached them with God instead of on my own and struggled against whatever it is I was supposed to learn, it doesn't help. The struggling doesn't help. It really doesn't. And it takes a long time sometimes to learn that. And if it takes you a long time to learn that, you and I, we should have coffee sometime and talk about that. But when I shift my focus to gratitude and the knowledge that God is right there with me in whatever is happening, then I can be grateful. Again, I may not like the lesson, but I certainly need the lesson. And so I am grateful for whatever it is God is going to teach me. I am grateful for whatever he's going to give me. Big thing, small thing, doesn't make a difference. That's really the point, Psalms of Thanksgiving. And maybe if you don't feel very thankful, a good thing to do would be to go to one of the Psalms of Thanksgiving and pray them. Don't read them, pray them out loud, like you mean it. And eventually you will, because in your mind will come all of the things that God has given you, and they will help you to live a life of gratitude. So I want us to remember, like it says in Psalm 92, verse 2, it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praise to your name most high, to proclaim your love in the morning, your faithfulness in the night, with the ten-stringed harp, with melody upon the lyre, for you make me jubilant, Lord, by your deeds. The works of your hands I shout for joy. That is my prayer for all of us as we wrap up this episode. And for your challenge this week, yeah, you guessed it. Every day, at least one thing, write down or tell someone one thing that you are grateful for from, from that day. And writing it down can be helpful because then you have a running list. And telling someone, I think, is also helpful because articulating our blessings makes them more real. And so writing them is also a form of articulating them. Literally, hearing them said out loud by you to another person, you're going to bless the other person as well and help them think about what they are grateful for. So that is my challenge to you guys this week. 
go ahead and focus on gratitude and want to just make a list, that'd be great. And it would even be better if you trade your gratitudes on other person every day. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope it is full of goodness and gratitude. And always remember to live not lukewarm. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.